The Man War Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANHOR. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Alt Playground. APG is more than just a place to find couples to swap with. Alt Playground is a lifestyle community for all non-monogamous and sexually adventurous people to connect and share. And you know I started a profile. Join me over at altplayground.net. That's A-L-T playground.net. When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHOR and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Manhor Podcast. Shout out to all the folks. I wrote a whole bunch of these out. I'm not going to do it in the normal cadence, but folks, I want to give a shout out to the to all your COVID kinksters. I think that one was going to be obvious. Uh, shout out to your flu fuckers, to all the whooping some ass coffers. <laughs> that was fun. Um, this one just says, what you going to do with all that mumps? Because you're a bunch of diseased degenerates trying to get down during a pandemic. How dare you? Uh, this is my favorite. Um, Shout out to all you strep deep throaters. Ah, remember strep back in the day? What? I miss it. This is Billy Presida, missing strep throat, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. This week on the show, you know her, you love her, you love to hear her hate on me. She's the co-host of the Hot Mess Comedy Hour and Only in New York podcast. She's got an album out on Spotify called Gonzo, y'all can listen to for freebies. Ah, my dear close personal friend, and she probably hates hearing me say that, Andrea Allen, everybody. She's back. Andrea is back, and this episode is just like, this is all dating during COVID. That's that's all this episode's about, and that's why I wanted to kind of start uh, this week's show off with something that kind of ties in, because, hey, you know me. I'm Mr. Glory Hole, right? I am... I'm your friendly neighborhood man who are trying to give you COVID responsible ideas to connect with people sexually without, you know, massively spreading a very contagious airborne virus that has kept most of us at home for like nine or 10 months. You know, uh, I'm not saying don't see anybody ever, but like orgies, you can skip those from now, right? But but uh, I, I saw an ad on a particular website uh, that shall go unnamed at the moment. Uh, that looked very attractive to me, not just because oh, it plays into all of my like semi-gentle femdom fantasies, but also because it is a responsible and creative way to to get sexual with someone. And so I just wanted to remind you how creative you can be and have some really fucking hot times because I am keeping both my fingers crossed that I can experience this. This will be fun. The title is Control Your Orgasms Long Term, Not Just Via Chastity. And uh, caught my attention. I love me. I love me some uh, some orgasm control. But the cha- the cock cages they intimidate me. So this lady she writes, 
I'm looking for someone who will let me control their orgasms in a very particular way, in detail, for a specific period of time. Let's say a week. Maybe we work our way up to a month. Who knows? By this, I do not just mean orgasm denial. No, no, no. Although that may very well be a part of the package. I also mean controlling and or requiring permission for how and when you do jerk off. I'm far, far more likely to take the uh, caught you smoking one cigarette, now you get to smoke the whole pack until you get the hint approach, than total denial. You know, if you get my drift. What it sounds like her drift is, is uh, your penis is going to be sore and your balls are going to be empty. I'm in. (laughs) Things that I'm into. Asking permission to come, of course. Edging and teasing. J-O-Y slash C-E-I. And to uh, those of y'all who are not born engine aficionados, uh, J-O-I stands for Jerk Off Instructional, which I think you have an idea what that is. And uh, C-E-I stands for Come Eating Instructional. And whether you want to or not, I think you all have an idea what that is. Uh, (laughs) She goes on uh, penetration of whatever holes are available for use, uh, ruined orgasms and overstimulation, a willingness to show and tell me every single one of your orgasms, nipple play, phone sex, audio recordings, strip teases, role play, including gender play, DDLG, DDLB, dirty talk, um, building up uh, fantasy scenarios, etc. I like my voice and my writing way more than I like the way I look in most pictures, to be honest. I love being sent dirty pictures once I've given some permission to do it, but I likely won't send as many back. I am technically... A female, but uh, I'm very masculine, butch in appearance. I've even had top surgery and have a really good, low, raspy phone sex voice. It isn't even hormones. I'm just tired and southern. I prefer mask terms of endearment like sir, daddy, boss, and most people who know anything about me realize very quickly I am 100% not a mistress or miss or anything like that. Like, it would actually feel really weird to say something like that to someone like me. This is basically a side fun thing for me. Ideally, you would be someone I could chat with regularly about things that were not your orgasms. You know, on that front, also, on that front, I'm a librarian, musician, dancer, crime show aficionado, old punk, extremely polyamorous, and long-term partnered, probably a Kinsey Five if that means anything. My favorite book is Snow Crash, and I will be your best friend if you have pets and send me pictures of them. Uh, And then she goes on to be like, hey, you know, if you've read this and you're into it, you know, send me a message. Uh, And then there's just repeated requests to not send her pictures of our penises without her asking, which I think is incredibly fair. See, folks? See how creative and different that can be? Isn't that something you maybe wouldn't have the patience for or the bandwidth for in like a non-pandemic time by actually uh, having to do something purely virtually at least for the time being to those of you who are like well billy how would like an orgasm controller person play into your relationship with megan fair question obviously i will hope obviously i would i would carve out in in a negotiation with this lady i would carve out like hey by the way i have a girlfriend and like you can't be messing around with her orgasms because, like, you know, at the end of the day, this is her dick. So, I mean, you can control all the dick touching that doesn't involve, you know, her. Um, because if she wants something, I want to I give it to her. But, yeah, and folks, I'm telling you, 
challenge yourselves to to try something a little less conventional and a little more responsible. I think you'll find that it's quite novel. And look, if you're having trouble getting too creative or finding something that would be appealing, you know what? Curtains are easy to hang and it's easy to cut a hole out of a curtain. Folks, uh, speaking of orgasm denial and forced orgasms, my favorite toy to use uh, with a partner to do orgasm denial. I I have trouble with the concept of forced orgasms because I feel like I work so hard just to give her one that I'm like the idea of forcing you to come multiple times. I mean, I, I don't call it forcing. I call it being incredibly lucky. <laughs> but but uh, orgasm denial, love it. Love doing it with a motor bunny. Longtime listeners of the show know all about the motor bunny. It is like a, it's a very expensive vibrator, but like worth every fucking dollar because you basically don't need another vibrator after that. If you were like a, a vibrator person, this is the ultimate vibrator for you. So much so that they they <laughs> they outdid themselves last year and they invented, they now have their Motor Bunny Buck, which is a vibrating thrusting machine. And as I've uh, frequently joked in the past, you can finance your sex toys just like you finance your car, your home, or your laptop. <laughs> so uh, you can go explore their options for financing. Billy gets a little taste here on the back end. So uh, go visit manwhorepod.com slash motorbunny. Use the promo code Billy40, B-I-L-L-Y, 4-0 to get $40 off any of their products. One of these days we're going to do a, a whole episode riding a motorbunny. It's, it, I think that needs to happen. I think that needs to happen. Before we get to this week's guest, Andrea Allen, folks, uh, I've got a very exciting announcement to make. You know, I've been... Uh, holding it in, waiting to announce, and I finally can. Folks, one of the most important things that I've had access to during this this year, during this ugh, this whole quarantine situation, has been having an online space with like-minded people to converse with about topics that like are near and dear to my heart, near and dear to my identities. Um you know, being able to have a space that you you know is kink friendly to if if you feel like COVID has robbed you of your sexuality this year, or you haven't been able to live your relationship style the way you normally do, or you know if you if you haven't been able to be your slutty self for obvious reasons, or even if you're monogamous and vanilla but you're stuck at home with your spouse and your three kids and you're driving each other mad and you're still trying to stay in love and attracted to this person, having a community of like-minded people has just been so, so important. It's so great to have a space where you know you're not going to be judged and you're not going to be shamed for liking what you like and how you like it. And some of you may be aware that uh, I have had a private Facebook group for my Patreon community called The Champagne Room, and I am very excited to announce that I am moving The Champagne Room to Discord, a platform called Discord where we can do have oh so much more fun than Zuckerberg allows us to, The Champagne Room is now open. What is TCR? Let me tell you, The Champagne Room is a sex-positive space for like-minded folks to connect, chat, debate, swap memes, and vent. It's a place to ask questions, learn new concepts, uh, and share some saucy stories, you know? It's for kinksters, swingers, vanilla preachers, virgins, asexuals, and boys who kiss boys. The new Champagne Room is for everyone who needs access to a supportive, sex-positive community, again, even those who haven't heard of my show. 
So if you would like to gain access to a community, to an online space like that, um, there's a link in the show notes. I'm new to Discord, so I'm still like learning how I'm supposed to share. I don't know if it's uh, I give you a handle or what, but I do know I'm supposed to put a link in the show notes. So go look over there, or you can just shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. We'll get you right in. I'm really excited to connect with even more of you uh, without any sort of monetary barrier. Uh, and honestly, just I'm really excited for us to be able to have a really nice, unrestricted space to talk about what we love to talk about. Speaking of community, the next monthly man whore munch is going to be on December 16th. Save the date uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern on, on December 16th. We're going to do strut your stuff. Oh, yeah. This is long overdue. We're doing a little bit of a fashion show off. Folks, if you want to join us uh, in a in an evening of dressing up in your sexiest attire, showing it off to the showing it off to the class and and maybe even helping folks out, telling us what's the brand, where'd you get it? Do they have inclusive sizing? Shit like that, right? Uh, you can join us on Patreon on December 16th for that little Zoom munch. Love it. Can't wait to see what everyone wears. Like, I've got a debate between the menagerie or a body stocking or maybe just a nice cute pair of undies. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to get to Andrea. So real quick, let's do a fan or appreciation moment for Idaho Dad. That's the name he wants to be called. I didn't even know I had uh, had people in Idaho. That's awesome. Send me potatoes, please. Uh, thank you for being a member and supporting the podcast, buddy. And again, if you want to support the podcast, if you want to join us on December 16th, if you want access to over 200 bonus episodes, including the one coming out tomorrow with Andrea Allen, head on over to patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash manwhorepodcast. And now let's get to this week's guest. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Andrea Allen. She's on today. Uh, this is, I believe this is Andrea's sixth appearance on the show. Oh my, oh yeah, Jesus, she, uh, she, she dates all the way back to her first appearance on episode 61. Um, Andrea got COVID way, way back in the beginning, like even before the shutdown, she, she got, came down with COVID and then obviously she's got the antibodies, she had the antibodies initially. I don't want to get into a discussion about science because neither me nor probably you are scientists. So why why would we do that? Uh, so my bare understanding is if you're rocking antibodies, uh, you can kind of act like Brad Pitt at the end of World War Z. You, you, that's, that's where I'm at, I think, on that. <laughs> um, so she has been, after an incredibly strict lockdown... She's, she's dating. She's getting out there. She's fucking people. And I want to catch up with my friend and kind of just get a little bit of a rehash of the carousel of cocks she's been, she's been dealing with. But I don't want, I don't have to tell you much about Andrea. You already know you like her. You already know you're excited. Honestly, you really wish I'd shut the fuck up because you know you have two ad reads to get through before we get to my conversation with the hilarious Andrea Allen. The Man Whore Podcast is excited to be sponsored by AltPlayground.net. And yeah, uh, hey, you know, Andrea Allen and the Hot Mess Comedy Hour, also part of the APG family. We love it. Don't you enjoy, uh, you know, being on the same swinger site as your friends? <laughs> Af- afraid to post to the big wall because you're like, oh, Emily might see. 
Emily might see that dick if I post it on the big wall. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll pass for now. Um, but you know, they know what I know. They know that APG comes with resources and users from all walks of non-monogamy and, and APG, they are striving to be a true community for like all sex positive people, whatever's your bag, whatever you're trying to do, whoever you're trying to connect with, they want to help you make that happen, especially once this is all over, but they don't even want you to wait till this is all over. They're ready to help you connect virtually in the meantime. Whether you're polyamorous, in an open relationship, or simply wanting to explore your sexuality, you'll find like-minded people at altplayground.net. Yes, that's A-L-T, playground.net. Tis the season to be horny, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Oh, it's a hotmovies.com ad, everybody. What's up? You know hotmovies.com. It's the pay-per-minute porn site that makes it both an ethical and affordable way the hashtag pay for some of your porn. They do this every year. I fucking love it. Hot Movies offers an advent calendar every day leading up to Christmas. And they just give you a bunch of free porn every day. You just have to go log in each day. You click the advent calendar and you've got a new goodie. And Hot Movies, you know, it's not just for straight porn, folks. Okay. They got any porn you're looking for. Okay. Straight porn, queer porn kink porn, trans porn, you name it, they got it. They even have a separate advent calendar for uh, for you, for your gay boys over there. Because <laughs> uh, you go to the Hot Movies advent calendar, you get, you get stuff. Um, but separately, you can go to gayhotmovies.com, go to their advent calendar, get free shit. Um, right here on December 1st, let's click it. I'll, I'll take some free gay porn. You never know when you need something to lend to a friend. You know, <laughs> uh, December 1st, what do we get? Oh, look at that. 10 minutes, 10 free minutes. If you checked in, who knows what it'll be tomorrow. So check in at hotmovies.com every day to their advent calendar and just like start collecting all the free porn shit they're giving out. It's pretty dope. But I want you to enjoy it guilt-free at hotmovies.com using promo code MANHOR. Let's have a slutty holiday season with as much free porn as, as they'll give us. <laughs> As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore or faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's Wedge Ramp Combo when you use promo code MANHOR at liberator.com. Or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling Wedge Ramp Combo with promo code MANHOR or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now let's go on and get to Andrea Allen. Recording now with Billy, who gives me zero fucking direction. 
<laughs> Billy's like, what? You're doing my podcast. What? You don't know what way you're recording, when we're starting. I miss you too, friend. Ugh, you suck. <laughs> I miss you. Um, yeah. So Billy before, I'll host your show. Hi, I'm Andrea Allen. This is the Manor Podcast featuring Billy Presida. I'm hosting. Billy is guesting. As I a think rude- that's what everyone would prefer. <laughs> They're uh, like, uh, in, on the Manor podcast, we would like more Andrea and possibly, if we could, less Billy. People <laughs> love you. I'll never understand it, but they love you. You know what's fun? I bring you up on every date that I have. I have three I have three things that I bring up on dates um, consistently, and I keep being like, okay. don't fucking... Ugh. And I'm angry at myself because I always... These are things where you like, you know, going into the day, Andrea, don't bring up those three crazy yeah. things and then you always... Oh, do. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So one of them is like, don't talk about your dad <laughs> and the fact that you're a straight... Well, it's like, I'm not embarrassed that I'm estranged from my father or like have a very, have very little of a relationship with him. However, that's like a hyper personal piece of information. Um, but I feel like it's such a part of like who I am that I end up it, it it's also people talk about their families and stuff on you know not a lot but like on dates so it, it you talk d- about them on dates but you're not trying to dump all the baggage right? exactly yeah. exactly so I'm like don't talk about your dad I always end up talking about my dad <laughs> they're like they're like where'd you grow up I'm like my dad's an asshole anyways <laughs> So you know I'm going to... Where'd you grow up? My dad was an asshole in British Columbia. I'd be like, oh, I guess I got the information I needed and then some. And they're like, oh, you're going to be a great lay. And I'm like, that's correct. Um, so, okay. So I'm like, don't bring up your dad. I always bring up my dad. I also am like, don't bring up Billy. And I always bring you up. And it's because, you know, I'm talking about comedy and podcasting and like, you know, my life, my experiences. And I always tell... I talk about you. I'm like, I have this friend, Billy. He's like not a real person, but he is a real person and he's always doing fucking Billy shit and he's just a zany character. Um, And I always bring up that story about the lady that you hooked up with on Christmas Day's Eve on December 25th evening uh, who like had to bring her dogs into your house. Do you know what I'm referring to? Oh, we talk. Well, I never hooked up. We're talking about the stripper comic. Yes. Yeah, I never hooked up with her. But like, did does your audience know this story? I I'm sure I've shared it at this point. But if you want to refresh people, (laughs) it's my favorite Billy story. Pretend we're back on a date again. Oh God, Uh, never again. God. And then you end up bringing me up. (laughs) Sure, it's so meta. I'm like, hi, Billy. Nice to meet you. This is my crazy friend, Billy. Okay. And then I come. Oh, you love it. You sick fuck. Okay, so basically I like to bring up like, well, you hang out with comedians, you know, they're just very interesting, very interesting people. And, you know, I have a friend who has a sex podcast and Billy was talking to a comedian slash stripper slash rapper, question mark. Was she a rapper? I really hope not because... I really hope she wasn't a comedian too, but she's identifying as that. Um, it's 2020. Identify however you want, everybody. Sh- sure, whatever. Yeah, We're all comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to actually be good at the thing that you claim to be. Um, Just make a TikTok. Yeah, sure, exactly. Whatever. The whole world is burning, but um, she was. I guess was it pre your hookup that you saw her on Facebook rapping. We- 
we've not hook up pre your she she was posting about okay so there's this stripper comic i think i I think her name's christy right Mm -hmm. and i don't know post it there was a little bit of flirtation she comes to my open mic once she uh she goes first but she asked for a volunteer at one point because i guess she's doing like her stripper comedy stuff what could stripper comedy be Oh, what on earth? It's not like I had like a vague inkling of what no, she might I know. Need a I just like for. what <laughs> is but all these that? like scared virgin comedians at a four o'clock open mic? Sure, no one's raising their hand, so I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, and I go up, and then she proceeds to do what stripper comedy maybe is, which is uh, <laughs> grind your pussy against my face and do like outlandish positions while you talk about like anything other than what you're doing. Just write a comedy. joke. Write a joke. Write a joke. My I- God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so there's a little flirtation afterwards on Facebook Messenger. And After then, like, she one... dry humped your face? Yeah, I would imagine. In, fr- in front of, again, in front of like 20 comics. Oh my God. Room. Comedy is so um, tragic. Mm-hmm. She So Christmas night a couple years ago, she's like, oh, uh, she's like driving back from Pennsylvania to the city. And I you know, was like, hey, you want to swing by New Jersey? Oh, look at My you. My mom's placement in New Jersey. You See, this is a key. Now, this is where I start to love this story. You know what I mean? Like, I already love it right away when it's like a stripper comedian. Then there's the added layer. It's my mom's house. Added layer. It's Christmas Day's Eve, and you, and she's in her car. Like, oh god, <laughs> she's got she's got two dogs with her. In the yes, SUV, which by the way, it turned out that the SUV was purchased for her very recently by like a dude at the strip club who's too into her. Oh my god, and I love this. She fucking rode him to the car dealership and got a new car no strings attached god bless Amazing. this woman I, listen it seems like i'm hating on this woman i love this woman there like, will be reasons to hate her later but sure currently we can say what a go-getter well i love her because she's ridiculous do you know what i mean and like that's what when i'm talking about you on dates billy i'm always like billy brings flavor into my life do you know what i mean it doesn't the flavor is not always good but it's gonna be fucking spicy and I remember you telling this story when we were about to go to a hacienda party and you were kind of drunk and you were just like every every this when I missed the street and we walked like 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, there's just stripper comedian, my mom's house, Christmas. I'm like, how this story just keeps mm-hmm. getting better and better and better. The dogs also add an added element. There were big dogs, right? Yeah. It, it, so it's about midnight, and I open the garage. <laughs> Does the your basement. mom know that you're, this woman is coming? I think my mom tackles everything with me. It's like, you know, he got bullied so much. Let him do whatever he needs to sure, do. Sure, let's I get think- this lady with her dogs on Christmas Day. <laughs> Fuck. What a more so reckless world we used to live in. God, COVID. Yeah. Fuck that. So, like, these two big dogs, like, run in. She's, um, <laughs> you know, looking hot. And, okay, cool. And uh-huh. we're talking a little bit. And at, within the first 10 minutes, mm-hmm. she... I address Where are the jokingly. dogs at, by the way? Are you giving them water? Are they running around the they're house? Just, they're just, they're good dogs. They're just sitting in the basement, chilling <laughs> out. And I bring up that she was in a little bit of a Facebook controversy. Yeah. Because she was See, arguing. And this here, for... this here, again, is a third element that I like to bring up on my, on my love, my love and the value in which Billy brings into my life is that not only do you yourself get in conflicts regularly that amuse me to no end, you also like drag in these other characters 
that also love conflict and you guys all conflict all over each other and i just like sit on the sidelines and i fucking watch it go down so 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 the dogs are in there and, and so she br- i bring up the controversy where she was getting dragged on facebook uh-huh. among other comics yes uh that like no mm-hmm. e- you shouldn't get to just willy-nilly use the n-word and she was well coming let's from the- hold on now let's be clear she well, I'm this woman's lawyer now. Okay, so she was using the N word because she was rapping to I a think song. She, she posted a lyric uh-huh. on Facebook. Okay, that had the N word in it. Sure, and it was a rap lyric. Right, and so she thought it was okay to do that, and then everyone dragged her. For so sure, I just lightly referenced it. Right. I, also, like I don't think she's a white woman. I also I've never listen. Hey, people, as a rule, N word it's a no go. As a white person, no matter what you're referencing, no matter blah, blah, you know what I mean? It's I'll just- I'll put it this way. It's very rare that you're going to find the spot. And why waste all that energy And also, like, for word? what? What do we- Do you need this? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's bad optics at at best, and it's fucking racist at worst. Whatever it it's is, all- whatever it is, it's not great. So, yeah. Yeah. Respect to you for bringing it up. You know what I mean? And this, again, on my I date- needed, Well, I kind of needed to hear- her side hear... well that's another when i'm no i didn't need to hear her side i need to hear like her reaction to it you know what i mean sure because you were like... hoping for self-awareness which is insane considering this woman is a stripper slash comedian that you would think that she would live on this planet do you know what i mean <laughs> and again not hating on sex workers or comedians as someone who kind of dabbles in both those worlds i am not on this planet I, you know, but I definitely am like a little bit more, I would say a little bit more yeah. self-aware than this, but you shouldn't expect that from people like this. If she already posted the N-word lyric, she clearly thinks it's okay. So you're, so you're bringing up this N-word thing with this woman you're trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she, she like staunchly defends it and then goes like, yeah, what, that's what's not the, the big the, deal? That's not the and move. Then, and then she says to me, say it. Just say just say the N word. I mean, she's she's saying the N word. Oh, is she? Like she's saying, just say it. Just say it. And I'm like, <gasps> I don't want it. Hard R? Hard I I, I think so. You know, my memory's a little blurry. But sure. Because <laughs> there's because now, okay, now. Either way. Let's all uh, let's all pause. Now again, this is probably one of my favorite Billy stories because now if we all look, if you zoom out to this, it's Billy in his house, stripper slash comedian. Mom's house mom's house i'm sorry in his mother's house christmas day stripper slash comedian two dogs n-word i'm like this <laughs> is my shit i don't need reality tv i'm friends with you this is the most incredible i couldn't have dreamed up a funnier scenario yeah still haven't kicked her out though that's the, it's like like how is this gonna end you know what i mean i'm like how does this <laughs> i feel like i want to like explore what you know, you so that's like explore. That's a big first strike. You know, it's uh, it's <laughs> ar- arguably two strikes. I would honestly, I would say maybe even three, but uh, right? I've never, uh, I've never been in a situation <laughs> where someone is forcing me to say a racial slur in order to put out. But everyone has their own kinks. What is she didn't this? Even make that offer. It wasn't even so blatant. It wasn't even like you'll get this pussy if you say it. She just wanted me to say it. Was this like slur play? <laughs> I, you know, what? I didn't consent to that. Yeah, uh, we've brought up race play on this show multiple times, and a and a key part of it is uh, is consent. Oh, and, uh, brother, not yes. Two white people role playing as racists. Uh, <sighs> usually, race play involves someone of color 
is somewhere in the situation. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> race play can't happen between two white people. That's just too racist, like, letting it yeah, out. Yeah, that's just racism. That's just, yeah, sure. God, I love um, it. Then she brings out some, like, uh, some whorephobic shit afterwards. And then oh. she, like, did, said some, like, stigmatizing STD stuff. Honestly, like... Oh, my God. The, or- the, the chef's the, kiss. She she starts strong and ends... <laughs> You know, she yeah, she definitely uh, like started with her closer in so to she should have ramped up to like anyone with herpes is dirty and bad to uh stripping is better than escorting to you should say the n word yeah that's, that's <laughs> that would have been I think a more rational <laughs> I, th- I feel like she was like, let me throw this out just to see if it were let's see if he sticks around right 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 <laughs> right right, think right she left my place thinking like that's what made him kick me out <laughs> May- maybe well that's another you thing think she was like i got past the that first barrier uh i didn't know that the whorephobia shit was gonna be it <laughs> yeah i don't know i can't speak to this woman's frame of mind um one day one day maybe we'll have her on <laughs> please i would pay so much money premium content i would subscribe to your patreon for that oh gosh <laughs> so so that it's just more like more shit like that where i'm like i'm sitting there she's, like, a, she's a shitty person that's a it's shitty person in the morning you're really hot it's I would christmas like sex with you but like i can't i can't do it <laughs> so eventually i just say like it was like 30 45 minutes and i'm like uh you know i think i think i'm gonna head to bed so you know uh that thanks for stopping by and then i semi-politely kick her out hey you get the dogs um, back in the car <laughs> yeah get, take your fucking dogs um who which were both white by the way they were both white dogs mm, i think that's not a, a mistake not a mistake not a mistake yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god and then we like never spoke and then i unfriended her on facebook and we've never spoken or seen each other since well yeah and it's like that whole story just has so many delicious tidbits to it but then it's also like you didn't sleep with her and you didn't say the n-word which is like that's why i fucks with billy because deep down despite all of his bullshit he is a good person and tries to you know learn and grow and uh yeah it's one of my killer date stories people love it a lot of men Um, in new york city are fascinated with you via me do you get them to hit subscribe uh during the day at all uh you know what i don't and i should i should have it pulled up you know you know what i've recommended hot mess to dates oh thank you thank you very much yeah i think my girlfriend's a member of your patreon oh yes she is your girlfriend is great um (laughs) so yeah so so what is the third thing you bring up on dates that you keep telling yourself don't bring it up uh like sober being sober um and the only like i'm kind of torn about it um and i'm not sober in terms of like weed although i don't really smoke as much as i used to but um that I don't drink. The only the only reason I bring it, I guess I'll say it's like I bring it up pre as a like to give people who that's a deal breaker uh, to an out, um, which is totally fine, you know. Um, but then I also like I find myself talking a lot about like how I've not like how I became sober, but just like, you know, stories of like my crazy drunk times, which are like fun stories. Um, You have these great stories, but like, I guess it it would be weird to like share them and then then think, oh yeah, I got this party girl. And then you have to like, that's not me anymore. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's like I, I want all these, the trifecta here, Billy, my dad and alcoholism Mm, are like, look look at the, look at the company you're in, um, (laughs) are like very irrelevant to parts of who I am, but I also am like trying not to bring out 
the truth bombs so early on dates. Like I'm like, listen, you're already very public. They could like check you out. I guess I guess it's kind of like I'm very a specific type of person, very outspoken, very honest, you know, kind of wild. So it's like I want the person who's interested in me or I'm interested is is going to have to like be interested in that type of thing, you know? Mm. I'm not like hey, I'm a, I work in marketing and I, you know, and no shade to that. It's just like... We I'm, are more interesting people than that. I mean, you said it. I didn't say it, but <laughs> I'll nod. Or I'm just more... I'm just, just different. I'm going to be out all night. I do stand up. Mm. I, you know, I'm sober because I used to be a crazy drunk. Uh, I released an album cover where it looks like I'm getting cummed all over. My friend hangs out with women who say the N-word uh, to try to fuck them. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's <laughs> the life that I lead. So, you know, opt in or opt out, I guess. is. But I'm trying to not be so up, like, bah! off the bat, you know. But I'm not succeeding. I literally told the, the Billy story, like, a week ago on a date. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I thought that might be fun to... to... I I hear bits and pieces both on your podcast and when we chat, but mm-hmm. it's it's starting to get difficult to keep everyone in line. <laughs> so you got COVID like mega early, oh almost, early adopter. Which honestly, kind of wish same happened. I mean, if I had known it'd be this long, yeah, I wish I had gotten it back then. I know it's an interesting predicament because no one wants to like everyone wants to be at the on the other side of having COVID. Everyone wants to have recovered like you know, gone through it, recovered, had very little, you know, bad side effects. But no one wants to know that you have COVID. Do you know what I mean? The initial like you have it very scary. Sure. Uh, Oh, definitely. Yeah, I can I can imagine. Yeah. But just you were really, really tight and strict even after you were like done being sick. Yeah. And but you were talking in the very beginning to several uh, several suitors. Let's start in the beginning of quarantine. Oh my God. Like what was your what cr- sexual and romantic life like there? And, cr- and then we'll move forward. What a crazy fucking, I can't, this year is so bonkers off the charts. Yeah, I mean, so to, to color a little bit of like where I was in the beginning of this year, I was out of a breakup in January. That's sort of when you, probably around when you came over to record. And I was I was doing the fucking, you know, I was I was going to Equinox every day. My skin was glowing. I was on field. I was like I had moved out of You were doing capoeira. I was doing capoeira. I mean, I was wearing no clothes all the time. Uh you know, I got I got probably cast in in a reality show about sex. I was fucking crushing it. Um and having a great time. And then on March 13th, uh, I got COVID and, you know, I was sick for several weeks and it was very unpleasant and also psychologically very jarring. Um, so the cast of characters that I was seeing before COVID, uh, you know, there was Polly Guy, um, who, uh, they're all Polly. I mean, it's Field. But y- y- <laughs> there was Polly guy. Uh, field is like fuckboy central. Yeah, for sure. And, and fuck girl. Uh, you know, I was on there. I was just wanted to hook up. And like, I still, you know, I don't know what I want. I don't ever know what I want. But um, I was 
um, poly guy, uh, musician guy, uh, guy I picked up at a comedy show, guy I did crowd work on at a comedy show, then gave my number to, and he was like actually into it, which is rare. Um, female comedians do not do comedy for dick because we do not is very rare that we have like chuckle fucker type situation which i find so strange because like i find a funny because i i think i heard this on Pete holmes's podcast like a long ass time ago mm-hmm. where it was like they would say uh you know guys say they want a woman with sense of humor means they want a chick who laughs at their jokes i'm yeah. like i very much want a woman who was making me laugh i agree i i yeah. but i think that's more rare than you think i think mm. a lot of men like the idea of that but when it comes down to it a woman who's actually funnier than them is intimidating mm-hmm. um uh so thank you billy for being evolved but uh that's not always the case so so i had three guys sort of like that i was talking to and it was like mm-hmm. you know it was like we're talking about what's going on in the world um uh <laughs> obviously i'm actively sick um and like they're you know, excuse me, checking on me or, or whatever. And um, uh, you haven't met any of these guys at that point. Well, besides, all of them. Like, all guy, of them you- I have. I have. I had met all of them. One of them, uh, poly guy, I had slept with multiple times. Second musician guy I had gone on one date with and he'd actually kissed me. And I fucking had COVID at that point. He never got sick, but I don't know. Maybe he was asymptomatic. Like, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, he kissed me, by the way. I was like, what are you doing? I think we went on a date on like the 10th. And it was like, oh, gosh. whoa, wild, man. Uh, and I think he also tried to come over. And I'm like, what are you fucking what? Um, that's something I've learned over this year is when it comes to to like decision making, men choose nutting over everything which you is... know what i'm seeing these women on reddit though and it is like i guess people a lot of people truly. who are just not they're like i want to come more than i want to not kill my grandma yeah and, it's just, and like, yourself random acts of blowjob they closed the subreddit for like months they wouldn't let anyone post unless yes. you were in like a country or a region that had opened up we're fucking in a global health crisis yeah like uh, not get a glory hole or keep it in your pants you know it's like (laughs) i mean yeah i'm a big old slut but like i fucking was that and that's the thing and comedy guy um i had slept with once and um he was quarantining with his brother's family and stuff so like he was being very responsible because there was like children and whatever we all were we all were i was right. just talking to people i was like this is mm-hmm. not we don't know what's going on in the world right what's now. even the vibe like like you've got covid and these dudes like they can't just be like oh hey how you doing because it's like we know how you're doing you're quarantined and you have covid and you live alone yeah i was it's heinous a hor- it's a horror <laughs> yes it so, is like, a- what, what like are you flirting is there is are you doing like covid sexting like no you- god no god <laughs> no what no i'm like i'm gonna die who gives a shit i'm bleeding out i have my own i have my period i'm lying on my mattress Uh. with COVID. i'm bleeding all over myself i have no food (laughs) i'm not sexting (laughs) um so after i'd like recovered from covid um you know and like kind of i'd like been biking around a little bit i had like been able to go to the grocery store like i'm a little bit more on this planet i'm back to like kind of talking a lot of it just feels like a person to talk to you know mm-hmm. like a f- 
just in the way that I'm talking to my friends, I'm talking to these guys. One of them, the musician guy, we did like a bunch of those like net like watch Netflix together dates and like video chats and stuff like that. And it was just it was really nice just like to have um companionship and also like another single person because that's another thing about like pandemic dating being single during a pandemic i mean everything's difficult during a pandemic people are the relationships are under great strain like every type of um situation that you're in comes with its own set of problems it's just like covid is already isolating enough to then truly to be by yourself it's very trying um and so to have another person who's in a similar situation is nice to be like fucking what no one has touched you either so you're also going nuts. exactly and hornier than i've ever been in my life i mean i've gone longer maybe not but i've gone like good chunks without having sex like after a breakup or if i'm just like i don't have the energy for what's a good chunk for you my, I've learned that this is apparently relative. Yeah, sure. Um, a good the longest I think I go or can go or have really has been three months. And that's like no PIV or no nothing. Nothing. Poly guy. Um, you know, this this was the beginning of what I call the great. Uh, uh, what's the word? God, when you have like contestants playing in a game show and you will el- mm-hmm. elimination, this is where okay. the elimination rounds begin. And that has kind of been a lot of this like COVID dating has been like getting to a certain point with people. And because this is a heightened time and there's much more to be considered, I, I, I get rid of people much quicker than I normally would because the stakes are higher, which is not necessarily a bad you know, side effect of this whole thing is like standards are being raised in certain areas. Um, so poly guy um, was, and this was in like April-ish, maybe May, let's say May to be fair to him, but I really actually think it was earlier than this. He had started to go to hook up with his, one of his primaries mm-hmm. and you know, this guy always like used his polyness as a way to be better than me. I'm sure you've encountered people like this who like because they're poly, they're like bragging that they're more evolved than you. And they also seem to like think that there's this great morality to them where it's I call them the poly pockets. Okay, explain. Like, they're poly people. They go to poly events, and they talk about being poly, and that's, like, all they got. Yeah. And it's, like, but- all about that. And it's, like, oh, you haven't tried this? Or, like, oh, you know, hey, like, uh, like I I don't try to shit on monogamy. I just try to make sure everyone knows there's a choice. Sure, absolutely. And they'll be, like, oh, monogamy, that choice is lame. Exactly. And I'm, like, you're being just as shitty as they are to us. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. it's, like, that's what always has been my issue with, and like, a lot of my relationships have sort of been, like, open or somewhere in that range, like. I am more so that than any other things. I don't I don't mm. really know where I've I've been in monogamous relationships, I've been in open relationships, whatever. It's it's all up to your preference in that person, but like when people are like dogmatically poly, like you said, it's interesting and also he kind of like used it. He was queer and he used to talk about that a lot and it's like, well, I'm also, you know, again, 
it was like a little bit identity politics heavy, which it's also like if you're recently sort of coming out of your queerness and you want to talk about it a lot, you know, by all means. Um, but it was kind of this like, you couldn't understand my struggle. And I'm like, you're a white guy. Shut up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's like, yeah. okay, but whatever. Fine. I don't have to like your personality to have sex with you. <laughs> uh, but I'm slow. I'm slowly learning that I can't handle if I don't, if I dislike someone in any sense, mm-hmm. I just, the, the, my fuse is getting shorter and shorter. Um, but what really pushed it over is like he was going he was constantly talking about like he was constantly like <sighs> being so woke about everything and being very like finger wagging towards me but then he would go and hook up with his primary and i would be like in like april and i'm like dude that's really like i don't mean to in no other world would i like have shit to say about what you're doing because it's not my business but like Mm. i just think it's kind of bullshit that you're like pretending to be this caring fucking you know like humanity first like connection vegan whatever like all this shit and then you're just going somewhere like you have to nut you have to nut Mm -hmm. more than someone else doesn't have to die and that's why it's because it's never been this anti-mask or this trying to like, I feel like the right wingers more often are doing the anti-mask, but yeah. the lefties, they're like, I'll wear the mask except for like when I want to do Like they just come up like with all when these I want to do the thing I want to do. Right. And it's like, just right. be a shitty, you're a shitty, then you're a shitty guy. Like, and, yeah. and like, and he was like, well, it's actually like probably okay because her, her partner is um a, an essential worker is like doing deliveries and you're sitting there like there's another partner right, in this exa- too? exactly <laughs> and so it's like he's like well so there's already risk so i'm like pile on more risk then like in what fucking planet what and and also he he told this story where like his he pulls up at their place um and like she the partner's there and she's like, hi, and trying to be like cautious because, again, she does deliveries and whatever. You know, April, this is April, by the way. This April, is a very yeah. different fucking time. Um, we're still like pretty fresh off of like dead bodies in U Hauls, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, uh, she was like, oh, let's not hug. And he, and then I, he, he was like, I was just like, come on, give me a hug. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So now you're like forcing this woman to hug who, clearly is trying to not hug you for like like i understand i understand the instinct of like Mm. we're human beings and we need human connection but it has been a month we don't have proper testing we don't like no one knows what the fuck's going on like you have no self-control do you know Mm. what i mean like you have no you need you have put your needs so far above everybody else and it's for to for sex you know what I'm it's just like dude of course like now that I feel like we're now in this place with it where like we can get tested and but then at the same time like finger wagging at me I'm like you're I can't stand you and then I was like I'm having a really hard time I'm like I live alone I'm very isolated I you know mental health is not great um I'm still like weird about COVID stuff. Health wise, this year has been weird. I'm a hypochondriac. So it's like mentally, my health has just been like depleting in a crazy way. And he was like, well, do you want to like, you know, do you want me to come over to your roof and we'll have a picnic? I'm like, why would that be the, 
oh, okay. I'm I'm like, hey, I'm I think you're a bad person. And he's like, hey, do you want to be a bad person with me? Like, what do you fucking? <laughs> that's your fucking solution, you piece of shit. Um, so he's the first one who was eliminated. Then I'm gonna, this was musician guy. No, poly, poly guy. guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me cry. I I have I told you I'm right. I'm okay. Keep, I'm taking notes. Billy, he's this, out. this podcast is going to be seven hours because there's been so many. But okay, I'll try to I'll try to remain concise. Okay, <laughs> musician guy, I am still seeing. How is this the drummer? Or is this drummer. separate from the, drummer? This is the drummer. Okay, okay. But I took a break from him in probably hmm, June, July. Okay, for two reasons. Reason number one, he. As soon as bars opened, he went to a bar, um, which, again, everyone is dealing in their own way with this. Like anyone who's drinking, smoking, if someone's going into codependency, if people are losing their like, I'm like, whatever. I'm not judging your coping mechanisms because I'm also, let's be honest about my dating. It's a little sex and love addicty. what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not here to we're all suffering and this is very strange and upsetting and like people are going to break. So if you're going to a bar in a time that's maybe not the best, again, that's what you're doing. However, he got, and he's like a lefty dude, um, which almost all the, I don't think that I've ever within the last few years slept with someone who isn't left, you know, that's where Mm -hmm. my political ideologies also lie. Um, Also like as a human being, in our in our in our country right now i just like i don't really have time for like a centrist in any shape or form like this is fucking okay. ridiculous um but he went to a bar and he got in he got in a fight with a guy over gender identity in like queens this is he's like balls deep in queens this is so fucking weird this is this is <laughs> like, there couldn't be a more new york story than this you know what i mean it's like it's like i'm glad you're getting that fight but also like you shouldn't be here exactly and what this the fuck? therein lies the problem is like okay so you're at a bar already i'm like not thrilled about that but again, I'm trying to be very like open-minded and, and understanding of everyone's coping mechanisms. Two, you're in Queens, some like Queens as fuck guy, some old school, probably in a union and some sort, you know, like fucking blue collar Queens dudes. They ain't woke. A lot of them. Some of them are. But like he start. I think then this is based off of... um the drummer's account of it this guy was like i don't get the whole she they them would how many people whatever like this type don't we have more important things to be upset about right now like for sure for sure for like fighting for they them pronouns but i'm just like i feel like this is a fight i could skip today absolutely well now again now drummer guy engages with him and drummer guy is a is a conflict is a guy who gets into conflicts he's not afraid to speak his mind which again i am a similar way i think that i and so is billy and here we go and all the dots are connecting so i'm normally attracted to this however say we are now in a in a situation where safety is very important um so it's also like is this the moment and also this is some like fucking this guy you're not going to change this guy's mind you know what I mean? 
I don't, I don't know where you think any of this is going. Also, you're drinking, so I really don't think that like you're thinking very clearly about the dis- like the decision making process behind this. I don't. Whatever. How's he re- How's he react to when you say like you don't want to see him for a little bit? Well, okay. Well, now let me tell you this. So he got in. He got in. He verbally was like, "Nah, I don't agree with that," which is I think fine. I I, I don't know that I would pick that moment, but then Queen's guy punches him like sucker punches him in the face (laughs) okay so now he is like wandering around with blood all over his face and has to go to a hospital during a pandemic so it's like i'm like all right (sighs) you got assaulted you were on the right side you were on your views and my views match in this case about this person is a bigot or is being bigoted towards queer people, whatever. But like, there are so many other parts of this that are very triggering where it's like, I don't, now you've been in a hospital. Now you were in a bar. Now, like it, again, in a world, it all just shows poor judgment. Like even, right. even if you were like, um, you, even if you hundred percent knew that you were immune to COVID, it still just shows like, well, if you got bad judgment here, where else do you have bad judgment? Right. Which again, in a, in a world where we're all having casual sex and there isn't a fucking killer virus around like, Hey, you can be a fuck buddy. It's fine. Maybe not even anymore. Like, that's what I'm saying is like, I don't even, again, like, Perhaps COVID is what has caused me to have standards, which is frightening. Um, that that's what it took. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I need. I was like, that really stressed me out. That really scared me. Um, and then also, like, he just kind of became a little bit more. He's he's a very aloof guy. Um, and I had so much anxiety at that point. I couldn't do stand up. I couldn't. I I really wasn't like seeing friends. You know what I mean? I was so alone that I'm like. That you make me kind of anxious or make me feel like unwanted. I don't know if you mean to do that or if that's just like, you know, but I'm like, all of it is just causing me anxiety. So I need to cut it off for my own mental health. Mm. I really think he's a, I actually like him as a person very much. I, I can, we've started talking again. It's like, maybe I think we might just be friends. I don't know. I really don't okay. know with this guy, but like, I like having him in my life. But at the, at, once we had gotten to that juncture with it, I was like, I can't, I can't. I can't handle this, right. you know? And so that's... Was it... How did it feel... Did it feel different uh, cutting these dudes off for these reasons during COVID than when you've previously cut dudes off? Yeah. I like, did this feel like a different way of asserting boundaries or is it... It was all the, the same to you? I don't know that I... Before COVID would cut people off so quickly like this. This is mm. kind of a new phenomenon for me. Before that, I would kind of like... Le- I would kind of like stay in these shitty things for a while and kind of like let them play out Mm -hmm. now i'm like i see the i see the issues boom you know which i think Mm -hmm. again is good um uh it had also been a while since i had dated in any serious way it had been like two plus years so you know i'm older now tireder and saltier so it's just like i just I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. It's just like we've we've dated and ha- like had so many experiences at this point that like we kind of know the end of the story a lot of times. With you know what I mean? Like sure. you're like, oh, I see this red flag. I see this red flag. I've been with the version of this. Let's just before this continues in a poor way, let's just end it. It's also like the BLM stuff. 
yeah. added another layer to it where, again, I almost exclusively, I would say exclusively actually at this point, date like lefty people, um, you know, but, you know, when you're talking to someone on apps, it's like, hey, uh, are you, are you like supportive of the BLM movement? Do you believe in science? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's these questions now that like, if the answer is no on any capacity or like up for debate, we're not even talking. There's just no, like, that's sorry. That's just the fact of the matter. So the other guy, the comedy show guy, uh, ended up ghosting me, um, which, you know, I try, I did like a few like reactions to his stories. You know, when you like think you're getting ghosted and you like do a few last spasms. (laughs) Yeah. And he'd go like, LOL. And I'd be like, all right, that's fine. (laughs) You know, uh, it's, I just take things a lot less personally now, I think, than I maybe used to. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I was back to square one. And this was sort of like May, June. I was going to outdoor comedy shows. I also got my antibody. I got my antibody results. And I also donated blood plasma. And I got antibody results from that as well, which made me feel very confident. Because like the blood plasma results like those have to be accurate because they're giving or as accurate as they can be because they're putting this plasma into like sick people's bodies. So I'm kind of, I'm, I, my hypochondria has weaned down. Um, I'm, I'm feeling much more. I'm like socializing more. I, I definitely am able to sort of like be around people in a much more consistent basis, which is really good for my mental health. Um, so then I got back on the apps. Um, and who was... Who was the first one you finally like had sex with? Because I remember that was a whole big deal. It was oh. like Andrea, oh. The, the horny monster. I totally forgot about this. Oh my God. There was a guy who I matched with on field before it went down who then was on tour, another musician. Right. God, I really am like regressing to my back to my old shit. Um, another musician who was on tour... While we talked a little bit, we never met up. He was on tour while COVID happened. He was in an open relationship, which actually I found out later he was in a cheating situation. And, but he, when it went down, he was on his way to LA because the the girl was in LA. Locks down. He goes back. He goes to Vermont. Then he goes and like hangs with his family. And him and I are just like sexting friends uh which like just butt pics and oh my god just oh, the type of yeah. sexting that i had going on i mean listen videos of me pulling my asshole open like what it's we're getting what what is sexting andrea allen like because we never really did that <laughs> I don't know, like as gnarly as you possibly want to get, you know? I mean, do you like, do you create a narrative? Like, are you playing when characters? Are you just saying what you would do? I am, I imagine someone as creative as yourself at a bare minimum, like it's not super simple stuff. Like I'm going to suck your cock now. And he's like, great. I'm going to rub your clit and great. I'm riding you. Oh, cool. We came. <laughs> I know. Sexing's so funny. Um, that's the most basic form of sexting. Yeah. And, you know, it's all, no shade if that's where you're at, but there is, there are higher levels of Sure. Erotica. Sure. Erotica. I'm an erotica writer. I think if you are doing top ne- top notch sexting, you have like 
you basically could have put it onto an erotic for website. sure. And there was actually this guy I met on field in February who we never met up and it fell off, but he was like this really nerdy kind of guy. Best sexter I've ever encountered. Like a whole story. He's basically like writing the story and mm. it's like, this is, I go back and read those. Like I, I screenshot them and I go back and read them and like get off to them because they're so. By the way, good. how do you re- when you can tell he's like kind of going more elaborately than you are in the sex thing? Like, do you try to step it up or do you just kind of like say, "Yeah, that's hot," and let him keep fucking the latter? Because I'm like, you, yeah. you like doing this. You're in. You're taking the reins. Like, I'm gonna let. Listen, I'm gonna let you do your thing, baby. You fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna be a pillow princess <laughs> in this encounter. Because you, mm-hmm. you're crushing it, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of like, yeah, I'll try to do more of a more a narrative if I'm the one who like takes the initiative. I think it all depends on who starts it, you know. Mm. Like whoever starts it is kind of in charge, uh, and I think your job is to match that. Um, but like, if I'm if I want to up the ante, then like I'm sending a picture, and then if I'm if if I want up the ante again, I'm sending a video. Video is the highest level of sexting um and uh you know i don't do that that often to be honest because okay i don't like to work hard but um so so the other musician guy he's touring y'all are talking lots of sexting yes he's now now he's quarantining and this and and yeah you know what just like this guy was my bud Uh, again like there was a lot of like friendship type a lot of these relationships that i've had during covid have been more friendly because we're not having sex immediately so it's like Mm. like the drummer the one who's still around again i don't know what's going to happen with him but it's like we have been talking for almost a year now and we have had sex twice (laughs) like when would i ever have a relationship like that like it's bizarre it's also interesting um so that bounce back to the other musician he is coming back to new york when he comes back it's like we're gonna bone down um Mm. and he comes over and the sex was fine but like it it was very clear that we were not compatible as people whatsoever do you know what i mean where it's like he absolutely is very kinky very cool very experienced but like there was just no that's another thing you can talk and talk and talk but sexual chemistry is so it is so much in person number one i think that like i was too aggressive for him and i think it scared him a little bit a la billy um and the person out the chem the in-person chemistry was just like not there um but what was it like the first time someone fucking touched you weird man i don't i was so nervous i really i i I probably was like bumbling around like a fool. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's also mm-hmm. like, I'm like, this sex was weird. I'm like, I was probably weird. You know? Um, I think I wanted to get it over with, to be honest, in the sense of like, I want to just do this so that I'm like, I know how to do this again. You know, like, um, and like no shade to this guy. Both of us were mutually like, nah, afterwards. Yeah. But it was just like, thanks, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Thanks for giving me a, a little primer to re-enter the yeah, the yeah, yeah. He came over. He had a backpack. He brought his paddle. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, hell yeah, field. Um, but this girl that he was with in L.A. broke his heart, and I could tell that he was very fucked up about the about that whole thing. So it was like kind of like, mm. eh, we don't have that much chemistry. 
eh, I'm a big weird freak. Also, like, when someone is nervous around me, I double down on trying to be funny or acknowledging the weirdness that's happening, which as a comedian is my instinct and I'm trying to fix it. But that makes a nervous person more nervous usually. Mm -hmm. So he's all like, hey, all like nervous. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like it's so, I was just like, this is, I hugged him at one point. During the sex? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I just want to know I appreciate you. (laughs) Honestly, like all but that. <laughs> he also wouldn't he after we had sex he got off the bed and he sat on a chair in my room so i'm on the bed and i'm naked and you're sitting on a chair and i'm like do you not want to touch me like <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> it's like i know you're going home after this this is clearly a hookup i'm aware that you're not sleeping yeah. here however like you were just in my asshole, so I'm gonna need you <laughs> to like hold me, hold a bitch, hold a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And he didn't, and I'm like, "Do you hate me?" And then, and then I'm like hyper, like, eh, "What's your fucking deal?" I'm like asking him questions. I'm like interviewing him now because mm-hmm. I like, I don't know what to. Do. I'm freaking out, you know. Sure. Um. <laughs> And then at one point, I, like, forced him. I'm like, come sit on the bed with me. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm asking. But Andrea's I- saying this all, like, ah, come sit on the bed. But it's probably like, fucking come sit on the bed with me. <laughs> it's like, what do you? Oh, no. I need this. No one's touched me. Get over here. Are you kidding me? You know I haven't had sex in, like, four and a half months. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. you know I'm a weirdo. So it was just such a weird. It was so okay <laughs> if, if and then like as he left i was like sorry about your heartbreak you'll feel better and then i like hugged him oh, oh like it was just it's embarrassing i'm labeling him butt sex musician sure before oh also the other musician i had anal. i've also been having anal at like insane there should be charts like covid cases versus like andrea having anal, anal sex they are saying that although people aren't necessarily having more sex during covid more people are trying new things yes inclu- like including an anal sure. or kink or whatever i think it's that- i think it's a combination of things i think like i'm I just want to do the filthiest, craziest stuff because my brain, I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like our brains, when when we are reminded of our own mortality, I even noticed in like the cat calling and like the energy of New York City in the summer specifically, people were just like, let's fuck and let's fuck like animal. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm scared. I'm confused. Uh, You know, I need to do all this shit I felt like I didn't do in my life. I mean, and also... You know, for me, it's like, I can't do stand up. I can't do anything to release this weird tension that I had in my life. So let's fuck each other almost to death because, like, I need to release some sort of demon. Um, I shit on musician guy by accident, drummer number one. Um, You know, that was, there had to be a shower taken, you know. Um, I had you. So oh, keep going. 
I had a I had a fuck buddy. You can put him as musician number three, um, who is a friend who I've slept with before. Um, but we we did the whole. I think this happened a lot in COVID too. Like people told others that they wanted to fuck that they wanted to fuck them. Do you know what I mean? Like the inhibitions are down. Yes. Like, I'm taking my fucking yes. shot or. We had on a sex researcher a few weeks ago, mm. Justin, Dr. Justin Laymiller, who is right now he's literally studying COVID sexuality stuff sure. right now oh. and contacting past partners fucking oh, skyrocketed. Yeah, skyrocketed. Of course. Every, most of the people were like, I hit up at least one former, yeah, you know, former fuck buddy and ex or anything like that. Right, because they're safe. Yeah. They feel like you know them already. It's not a new person, so you're not bringing on mm. like set new sets of risk. You know. Mm. Very much that makes sense. I, me and my ex became, we weren't hitting each other up in terms of like sexually, but we were talking Talk all about the time. Dustin? Yeah, Dustin. Yeah, me and Dustin. Well, Dustin's, I mean, Dustin's like your best friend. Right. Even still. Exactly. You know, and so, I think yeah. COVID reignited the importance of that relationship for both of us of like, hey, this is a really hard time. You're like an important person. Let's put our breakup drama aside and let's, mm. you know, be friends. Um, uh, this guy, other musician number three slash friend, I told this is gonna be seven hours. Um, uh, we had fucked ten years ago. We both interned at Keith and the Girl. Uh, we had hooked up years, years, years ago. Really fun hookup, but just like he's kind of flighty. It never followed up. We all we did like different things. We both got in relationships. Always remained friends. And when I was single again, I was kind of like scoping him out. I think I went to his music show and I think that's where I got COVID actually, um, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but so I was just like, oh, um, oh, if you kn- just so you know, like we're, we're messaging and stuff, you know, we always flirt in the DMs and stuff, but I never mm-hmm. knew if he like really knew. And I was just like, just so you know, I've like always wanted to smash. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like we did. And he was like, oh, yeah, I just like never I wasn't sure if you were like still in that same spot or whatever. And I'm like, that's fair. Just so you know, hell yeah. Um, And so him and I just like have this very casual. He's probably my favorite like casual sexual partner in terms of. I know he's know where he stands. I don't think that Mm. there I know that there's not a possibility of a romantic relationship developing because it's already a friendship. Mm hmm. And so for that reasons, he always treats me as a friend. I always know where he stands. He's a he's a good guy. Um, and it's just like very cut and dry. Right. Um, you also don't have to figure out like, will this be because you already know? Exactly. So it's like everything yeah. is, we all know what this is. Everything's in and its- And everyone, we, we know everyone's okay with what it yes, is. Yes. Everything's in its right yeah. place. This is not mm-hmm. another thing that I have to guess or wonder. Like, it's just- very pure um but he came over and we had sex 10 years ago so we had like it was like our 10-year reunion <laughs> and we're adults like we're, we were babies when we hooked up with one another you put you out know? a limited edition 10-year reunion dvd <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very expensive dvd because the things that we did were so like are available at patreon.com slash hot mess <laughs> or onlyfans.com slash hot mess. <laughs> oh my God. Um, if only. <laughs> if only. Um, right. If only fans. Uh, so he, it's just like interesting to sleep with someone so long ago when you are not 
like you and I were saying, like we have changed so much over these years. I have so many more developed preferences. Like I would like to think I'm much better in bed. That'd be crazy if I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You have higher standards than, yeah. than me, you know? Sure, that's, that's, sure. Yeah, all those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't hook up with strippers slash comedians. Um, and neither do you. And neither do you. Neither do I. Good for you. But only if they insist I say the answer. Sure, right. That's the line. There's the line. <laughs> well, <laughs> Billy finds a line. <laughs> Shocking. So musician number three sex is good. We like that. We do. Okay. At one point, he's like heavily into like daddy, daddy, da- daughter. Like you're not? I am too. Yes. Well, yeah. 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 You're like, uh, excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I love that. And he's so good at like sexting with that. It's wow. And he is packing, man. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And like he comes over and he takes off his belt and he wraps his belt around my neck. (laughs) And I'm just like, hell yes. And like he's like fucking whipping me with it. At one point, he's he I'm blowing him. And this is in my kitchen. Um, I'm blowing him, and he has my belt around my neck, uh, the belt around my neck, and he is dragging me while I'm like sucking his dick to my bedroom, like via the belt. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck yes, <laughs> this is the hottest shit imaginable. Like God what a guy um so that was you know and him and i he's very flighty he's very like manic and whatever uh so it's like hard to pin down plans with him just in natural in life um so it's just like anytime i i get him to come over it's just like it's gonna be fucking fun (laughs) i am gonna be covered in bruises and he came on my face like it got so this the sex that I've been having. I had sex on my rooftop. Um, I was in a park and like this guy was just like fucking twisting my nipple ring in like basically in public. <laughs> nice. I this is all during all during COVID. Yes. Well, that's wow, the thing. Just, yeah. Once once the antibody the big antibody energy came out, and also like people are getting tested regularly and stuff. Like once I felt like morally and science like you know uh health wise i i could data led decisions exactly um dld play um (laughs) so once i was doing dld play it was like oh this is on you know now i'm like talking to couples now i'm like going out to roosevelt island with a man that i met (laughs) in the middle of the night which is a whole different story listen to the hot mess comedy hour for that one but like i also think that i am lashing out i think that i'm like you know i have withheld for so long i i now i'm like my sexual appetite is voracious i also think that like i'm doing sexually very kinky intense shit because i want to feel alive you know Mm. like i feel like i need to feel vanilla is not even close to on the table not that it was before but like this has been the most s&m heavy just like crazy degenerate sex year that i've had for sure um yeah there's been a lot i've I've had a lot of like short-lived little things um, mm-hmm. which is fine, you know. Sure. Um, you got you ride those antibodies till they tell us that they have an expiration date. They don't. Okay. The New York Times said that they might last for years. Who knows? I'm. I yeah. I've 
I've gone from like I've gone from like <laughs> I wear gloves when I city bike <laughs> to like I do remember that. to like <laughs> it's fine to getting fucked in the asshole and begging someone to cuddle you, Andrea. That's why we love you, mm-hmm. and I'm wishing you all the best uh, for quarantine cuffing season. Oh my god! Right, God. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to work out just fine. Oh, are you? That's the biggest lie you've ever told in your life. You're like, you're going to be great. No, uh, I mean, like, you'll have some batshit crazy stories, and I hope you will make uh, smart decisions and utilize your friends when you need them. I think but, I am. I t- I'm being very but, honest. But it I sounds am. like it, you'd sound, you do sound healthier about the way you're talking about Sure, it. yeah. I think this yeah. has been an incredibly challenging year to be like a single mm-hmm. woman who struggles with this stuff. Um, it's been a challenging year for everybody in every possible way. Like, it's just trauma upon trauma upon trauma. Like, you know, so I'm doing my best. But yeah, I do think that I like, um, I think my, bu- I actually think COVID has weirdly turned my bullshit barometer way the fuck up. Um, mm-hmm. And my capacity for it way the fuck down. So like, mm-hmm. I'll have fun with you for a minute, cause I, you know, cause I got. But like, oh. <laughs> but oh, then, and then I'll be like, no, I can't. No, I have no bandwidth. I have very little bandwidth. So yeah. how, wh- however that plays out is is maybe a positive. So we'll see. And I hope you bring those higher standards and that lower tolerance for bullshit into your dating life uh, in a post-vaccine world. Me too, man. Let's hope, yeah. we, let's hope we make it. Now, now I'm going to go into one of your episodes. I'm actually going to clip out Emily's voice where she always says, uh, oh, God, we're, you know, we're running out of time. So uh, Andrea, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she seems to always be the one who does the, the, the cool down. She's a, uh, yeah. but Andrea, <laughs> we love you mm-hmm. here. Um, where can people find you? Oh, my God. Find me in the psych ward. Um, find me at Andrea Comedy 69. See me on there. I'm a, I'm a riot to follow on social media if I do say so myself. Um, and check out my podcast uh billy is the most returned guest to the hot mess comedy hour so if you love and you are the most returned guest to the man Whore podcast. oh uh, look at us i think you have surpassed kenzie oh it's just we're just a bunch of billies just you and me silly billies um living out <laughs> our tragic <laughs> lives um so check out the hot mess comedy hour uh i love i love the fan whores they're my faves and uh yeah that's been it Holler. Well, Andrea, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody uh, one more time? I love you. Goodbye. And then I got uh, possibly another story I got to share you. Oh, my God. Wild. Should I press stop? Did you not want that conversation to stop? Do you wish there was more of me and Andrea Allen chit-chatting? Then you are in luck. Yes, you are, because uh, I clipped out like an extra 15, 16 minutes of our conversation where really we, we talk a little bit more about her sex and love addiction in relationship to her her COVID coituses. Uh, and we also get into more stories of more dudes that have been on the carousel during quarantine. So uh, if you want to get access to that bonus episode and over 200 other bonus episodes of the Man Whore podcast... Folks, you can get that at the $5 level on my Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. That's also the place you go if you want to qualify for uh, the, the December 16th monthly Man Whore Month where we're going to strut your stuff. 
wearing all of our, our sexiest items, right? Uh, Patreon.com slash ManWhorePodcast. Uh, Discord, folks. Discord, everybody. That's where you could go right now to, to say what you thought about this week's show. There is an episode comment thread for episode 360 with Andrea Allen. Uh, you click the link in the show notes for the Discord. And again, I'm adjusting to Discord, so I'm still figuring out how to share it. So for some reason that fucked up, shoot me an email. In fact, you can shoot me an email with any of your problems, your comments, your questions, your criticisms at manwhorepod at gmail.com. We love social media love. I lo- love knowing that you're sharing the podcast with your friends and followers. Uh, please be sure to give me a tag so I can continue to see that appreciation. I'm on Twitter at TheBillyPresida. I'm on Instagram at BillyIsPresida. Uh, you gotta spell that whole motherfucker out because I am still shadow banned. And you can also smash that like button on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. You know what else you can get? The Facebook fan page is you can get some Man Whore merch. Get someone close to you, something fun and slutty. We got buttons. We got stickers. I've got the Stay Slutty panties. We have the I'm Saving Pegging for Marriage t-shirts. I think we still got some Man Whore Con duffel bags lying around, folks. You can get that at the Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. And click the shop button. Uh, technically, if, if you go to Etsy and search for sex positive designs, you'll also be able to find uh, my, my merchandise. I hope you had a fairly decent Thanksgiving. I hope you didn't have to fight with that family member because you stayed home. And I hope you will virtually stay slutty. It's the vibrator that has no equal. And now, Motor Bunny offers their thrusting sex machine, the Motor Bunny Buck. Enjoy a Man Whore Podcast discount on any of their products with promo code BILLY40 at MotorBunny.com. <laughs>